Last week, we did a Newsday Live webinar with Jennifer Weiner, author of the new book, Big Summer. It was a lot of fun. Weiner told me, basically unprompted, that she'd once taken a class with Toni Morrison, and Morrison asked a sort of extremely personal question about her romantic relationships. We talked about that, and beach reads, and the way rejection can be fodder for writers. Here's a little bit of that. When I was in my 20s, though, I had like a cork board that was like papered with rejection letters from like the New Yorker, the Atlantic, um, Harvard. But every once in a while, there'd be like a sentence of encouragement, like this is well written, or, you know, this is nicely observed or something like that. Like, keep trying, try us again. And I could seriously, like one sentence of praise, I could work for like months off of that. Weiner talks about the difficulties of writing fiction during coronavirus. It's hard to be creative in the midst of all of this. And I tell people that they should try to be gentle with themselves because I'm sure you remember at the beginning, everybody was like, oh, quarantine, Shakespeare wrote King Lear. And I was just like, okay, great. So now we're all going to beat ourselves up if we like don't come out of quarantine with King Lear. It was a nice break from thinking about coronavirus. And if you're interested, you can listen to the full interview on Newsday's website. But it got me wondering how the bookstores selling books like Winers are doing, particularly here on Long Island. So we called the bookstore that was selling books for the event, Book Review in Huntington. The store looks a little bit chaotic right now because we have kind of inventory all over the place and we've been, you know, keeping some popular books really close to the front because we know it's going to, we're going to need to grab them and stuff like that. So we've kind of just like triaged a bit and set up sort of temporary workstations kind of around the store um, to kind of adapt to, well, there are no customers here. And so it's kind of now like we're a giant warehouse of books and we can kind of treat it that way. This is Julie Wernersbach, general manager at Book Review. It's a little crazy inside because they're doing lots of shipments and some contactless pickup from their cafe. The window display is different now, too. So puzzles have been incredibly popular. Uh, so we started putting all of our puzzles in the window so that as people come by and browse, they can see sometimes, see, I mean, we sell puzzles through the window sometimes. You know, people point and they say that one and then they call us and we process the order over the phone and then we put it in the cafe, you know, that kind of wow. stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really like... Any, any and every method that, that is available to sell a thing, we're doing it. The pandemic has been hard for the bookstore, as for most bookstores around New York. Werner's Box said sales are down and they had to furlough employees, though they're bringing some back. But they're doing whatever they can to keep selling, from events like the Winer one to the launch of an e-commerce site. And she said customers have been kind to them. We have, in the comments field, when in, on the online orders and... Um, and just over the phone, people are telling us how much they love us and how they want to keep us here and that they are making the choice to shop with us. Um, and that means a lot to us. That means, that means everything to us. Um, it's, how, it's how we as a bookstore and how any independent bookstore is going to survive is if people really look at the options and say, I want to keep a bookstore in my community. It's, this is important to me. It's important for us to have a place to, to discover books, to browse books, to pick up all the popular stuff, but also to find those books we didn't know we wanted, you know, or didn't even know were out there. And and people are making the choice to say, I want to support the people in my community, the people who are working here in my community. I want to make sure that they still have jobs, you know, like that's, that's huge right now. And we're hearing a lot of it. And so, you know, is it more than before? I don't know. People are definitely being very vocal about it. And gosh, I love those comments so much. They're finding some interesting tidbits in what's selling. New fiction is big as usual, plus sci-fi, Stephen King, The Doorstopper Dune, 
but also the classics, you know, like um, we ran out of The Great Gatsby and, and things like that, books that people have thought, oh, I always meant to read that or I wanted to read that. People are picking them up now. So we're seeing it's been interesting to see kind of the mix of, of classics that people pick up. Some people are looking to escape. Others want to double down on pandemic world. It's interesting to see the people who want total escapism, who just want to read the new Emma Straub or whatever or something like that versus the people who like want something that is about a pandemic or is sort of about an apocalypse of some kind, you know, mm. it's interesting to see. I asked Werner's Bach to sort of make the pitch for reading as opposed to Hulu or Netflix during the pandemic. And she was diplomatic. I say a little of both. Do, I mean, I do a little of both, you know, like a little column A, a little column B, you know, like read some pages. I, I find reading to be a very calming activity, like I more so than even just like zoning out and watching something like I really find that like reading a book really takes me out of my head in a way that nothing else really does. And so I always find that if I spend like half an hour or an hour reading, I feel like it's a new sense of calm. So I would tell everybody, <laughs> pick up a book as like to relax, truly to relax, you know, um, it's, it's just a little bit different. And then watch your Netflix too. You know, do it all. We all have time, right? Like, we've got all the time. Warnersbach promises the bookstore will be back when this is over, but she's already thinking about how booksellers will have to adapt to a post-pandemic world. The role of the bookstore has been obviously, find, you know, helping people find and discover great books, giving them the books that they want, but also the community gathering place. So that's been interesting to us from the beginning. That was the first thing that struck me. It was like, we're going to have to close the store. Like, we are, we are a community gathering place. This is where people come together, you know? And so what does that look like in the future? How do we gather safely? So we're thinking a lot about how do we make our space as safe as possible? How do we spread the tables out, give people room, um, what that's going to look like? And how do we adapt this virtually, really? You know, like, that's what I've loved about the virtual events. They're, like, there's sort of sense of intimacy to them, and it's really satisfying because this is what we do. We bring people together around books. This is, this is what a bookstore does. And so trying to find new ways to do that is interesting. And I'm optimistic about it. I don't think that it's, you know, I don't think that that's going to change. We're just going to find new ways to do it. Thanks for listening to Life Under Coronavirus. If you know of someone we should be covering, or if you want to share your own experience about coronavirus in New York, leave us a voicemail with your name and phone number at 631-213-1543. That's 631-213-1543. We may use your message as the basis for a future episode. Once again, I'm Mark Chisano from Newsday Opinion. Amanda Facina is our producer. Stay healthy. See you next time.